Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. And welcome back to another episode of Stabby Snippets. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely gal pal, Jessica. Hey. Hey. And today, I'm going to be talking about a case that isn't a recent one, so something a little different for me, but it's something I came across recently, so it's new to me. So we'll start with that. I like it. Yes. I came across this when I was doing my YouTube rabbit holes. I'm subscribed to True Crime Daily, as I'm sure many of you probably are. This video was posted back in April. I think it was actually really close or on my birthday of all days (laughs) as the post date. Today, I'm going to be talking about Amanda Taylor, aka the selfie killer. So here we go with this bitch. Why you got to ruin selfies, Amanda? Oh, she will. Okay. So of course, like many of these stories start, Amanda Taylor was just a regular girl in her 20s from Montgomery County, Virginia. She just had piercings, tattoos, of course, love selfies and social media. So something else that she had an interest in that she would bond with over with her husband, Rex, was murder. Now, it's not like mainstream, like, oh, we like true crime, like you and me or the spooksters do. This was a little bit further than that. So Amanda and Rex, they were described to have a fetish for murder or a lust for blood. Let me start you with that. What? Mm -hmm. That's creepy. Uh Uh-huh. It was said by a close friend of theirs. His name is Johnny Roebuck. His wife was actually best friends with her until all this shit went down. Yeah, I was like, I hope the allegiance has left. Yes. On the video that I watched with True Crime Daily, Amanda actually fantasized about being a serial killer. And the quote was, they were the type of people that like serial killers. It's a hobby for some people, I guess. No, dude. Not everybody wants to be a serial killer. You might like true crime, but there's a fucking huge difference. Yeah, like I like true crime and I like serial killers, but I do not fantasize about killing people. No. Now, this fetish of Amanda's started to escalate and become more of an obsession so much that she wanted to make it a reality. But before the two could go off and start a murder spree, there was a change in events. So in 2014, the couple had actually separated. And in August of 2014, Rex had committed suicide. Oh, no. Well, wait, did he really commit suicide? Yeah, he really did. He had been found early one morning after he had hung himself. He was actually battling an opioid addiction. Now, Amanda had actually blamed Rex's father, Charlie, for this loss because he was essentially the enabler. He was the one giving him the drugs and I'm assuming the one who also introduced him as well, according to all the articles and stuff I read. And Amanda, after this, didn't really waste much time. Soon she found her next, quote, soulmate, who shared her values. 
that she had with murder and all that shit. <laughs> Values? Values, yes. Oh my God. I thought you'd find that funny. <laughs> I do, really, really hard. Because I have a strong hate for this bitch, so I just had to be a smartass. His name is Sean Bell. What I gathered from info on Sean is basically he was kind of like a puppy dog. He essentially wanted to appease Amanda and did anything and everything to impress her, including lying about his past. So according to a Montgomery Sheriff Captain Robert New, he claimed that Sean had not only lied that he was in the Navy, but also that he was special forces and then made up all these stories about him being in combat, which all was bullshit. Like none of it was true. Okay. Right? And they're like young, like early 20s. So there's also that. What? You can't be in special forces and be in your 20s like that early. You'd have to be Superman because they're like, they kind of want you to not be a crazy person. Do you think they're sane already from what I'm already telling you? Well, I mean, no. Yeah, exactly. So obviously he lied about all that and just kind of come across as appealing and all of that for Amanda to kind of like win her love kind of thing. With all that, we're going to jump to April of 2015. So really, they met like shortly after he died. Spoiler alert, Charlie, Rex's dad, ends up being a victim of Amanda. What? Of course, she is a murderer or else we wouldn't be here. I had to kind of tell you that little tidbit in order to kind of like lay out some little details before we get into that. So a few days before his murder, so like in March, Amanda had actually attempted to commit suicide at Rex's grave site and had been committed to a facility. Shortly after that, she was released on April 1st, even though her mom had protested and was trying to get her to stay longer. It makes sense that they would try. Yeah. So she was released on the 1st, and then the night of the murder would be on April 4th. God, that's so close. Mm-hmm. So on the afternoon of April 4th, Amanda and Sean made their way over to Charlie's home in Ironto, Virginia, at exactly 3.27 p.m. Later during the interrogation, it's explained why this exact time was chosen. So we'll go back to that because everything has a point. Of course. Yes. So Amanda begins the brutal murder by stabbing Charlie while Sean hits him in the head with a tire iron. In total, Amanda stabbed Charlie 31 times. Oh, my God. Yeah. In that video and in, even if you Google it, whatever, like the crime scene photos, as you can guess by the amount of times he was stabbed and also, you know, he was beat. It's bad. It's gruesome. There's blood fucking everywhere. But let's not stop there because shit will get worse because wait, there's more. Amanda takes a moment. She puts a fucking smirk on her face and poses right there in the crime scene with the knife covered in blood charlie's body in the background and takes a fucking selfie what the fuck and after taking the photo she then decides it's time to brag about what she's done and posts it up on social media calling herself the brunette bomber bitch puts it on instagram and all the other places i'm just in fucking awe so was i i was like is this fucking real life Now, somehow Amanda was in contact with like a true crime blogger who even now in 2019, her identity is protected, which I can totally understand that because this bitch is fucking nuts and is just basically dubbed as Natasha. Like that's just the name they use. She basically recounts that Amanda had reached out to her to repost the image, like the selfie, and Natasha was like, fuck that, and called the cops. So a quote from Natasha was, this was life or death, and she's saying she was going to kill more innocent people. Something inside me just snapped, and I felt like if I could talk her down, if I could save one life, it will be worth it. 
So essentially, she just kind of tried to play cool, but she did call the cops. Oh, my God. So there was an Instagram post, like I said, and it really just sounded like she was definitely going to go out and kill more and possibly herself because the caption quoted, all right, it's about that time. I'm going to go find my husband in hell and finally be at peace. Oh, my God. Yeah. So after the incident with Charlie, Amanda and Sean begin to head out, of course. There's multiple security cameras marking their route along the way with their uh, to their destination of like some shitty flea bag motel that they go stay at, of course. Once they're there, Amanda makes it clear she wants to kill more. And allegedly, this is when Sean starts to have like second thoughts and is kind of like, we killed one person. Fuck this kind of thing. And she says to him, like, they're going to need money. So she's going to go lure their next set of victims, which was two girls, and that he was going to be the one to kill them, not her. Mm -hmm. Basically, she was going to go get them and bring them over, like, to their car, and he just needed to shoot them. So at this point, Sean was refusing to do it, and of course, this set her off. So what does Amanda do? She decided to shoot him in the face and leave him there. But she said to him before she shot him, I want you to know before you die that I used you for your guns and your car and I hope you die. And after she shot him, she took a picture of him. So there's that. And then she left. After this, apparently when she was like leaving and driving, Natasha did receive more calls from Amanda. And luckily the police were actually able to catch up with her and track her down in North Carolina. And that's where they were actually able to snag her up for arrest. And oh my God, when you see the picture of her mugshot, Jesus Christ, it's like Jodi Arias. She's got this smug ass smile on her face and it's just fucking disgusting. Like, ugh. That one? Yep. I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, what are you doing, boo? Yep. And so in the interrogation room, she fully admits everything involving Charlie's murder, like just straight up. Remember I told you that exact time, the 327? Mm-hmm. She chose that because it was their thing, quote, quote. It signified their birthdays. So she chose that to represent both of them because, like I said, she blamed him. So it was like an homage kind of bullshit. I thought Rex killed himself. Yes, but she blames him for getting there because he was addicted to the opioids and the opioids came from the dad. Uh, this makes a lot more sense now. Yes. And like I said, that video, it's going to be in my sources on the sources page down below for you guys. Definitely go watch it. It's just, it's scary how just matter of fact and how pleased she is with herself. She's just straight up says, I have no remorse. I did it because I wanted to. Whatever. I'm glad he's dead kind of thing. And then she jumps the gun and starts talking about like her sentencing. I pulled a quote and she said, do you get to choose? I would rather just take the death penalty. I kill people. I deserve to die too. It's better if I just go. That would be best for my children if I could just get the death penalty and go. Oh my God. Uh-huh. When it comes time for trial, she pleads not guilty. Now, of course, like the sheriff's department there in Montgomery County, they're basically like, you know, she did that just to get more attention so that it'd have to be like a full ass trial and all of that, which with this chick's personality and everything, like not surprised. But after the trial and everything, it only took the jury 30 minutes to decide that Amanda was in fact guilty and she was sentenced to life in prison. And also Sean did not end up dead. He was alive. Yeah, I saw I saw pictures. I was like, wait, he's yeah. 
He's alive. He's alive. He took a plea deal, and this gave him a 60-year sentence suspended after 41 years. And in current times, Amanda did submit an appeal in 2017 for another trial, but it was denied, of course. She has said in more recent interviews and in that video that I've referenced a couple times, they talked to her on the phone. She's essentially like, I won't give up. She's going to keep going, and she's like wanting to take it up to Supreme Court and shit. So to be continued on that. But bitch, you're like in this picture uh-huh. with a knife and his ass is in the back dead. Well, her thing with this appeals is like, she's like, well, the jury knew about it and just presumed I was guilty even before it happened and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, with the news outlets and stuff, how they develop today, like they don't have to be totally out of the know that you took that selfie. Like you took a fucking selfie. With the dead body in the background. Also, even if they didn't know, I'm pretty sure this is going to be exhibit fucking A. (laughs) Like, this isn't going to be something that's, like, buried in the back. Like, oh, yeah, and in case you didn't believe the rest of our story, here's a photo. Right. It doesn't matter if you get a jury or not. You're not getting out of jail. I'm sorry. Like, you, you're done. This is someone that just has zero remorse, and if you just need someone to have an example of that, go watch this video, and you will straight up see that because she does not give a flying fucking fuck about any of the people she killed. She's actually happy about it. In other articles I read, she's described as being giddy, as being happy, and saying that's the most she's felt alive since Rex died. She deserves to rot in prison. If you Google her, you will come up with articles that say tips for taking a killer selfie. Wow. I don't I don't think they meant I don't I don't think they read the story. That's probably a bit much. No, they're just they're just stories. Yeah. So yeah, that is uh the short-lived murder spree of the selfie killer, but it thoroughly pissed me off. And I just couldn't believe like this was real life. I mean, I I should believe it's real life because come the fuck on. Look what other cases we've dealt with. But it was one I wanted to share with you guys on the show. Yeah. I'd never heard of her. I hadn't either. It's quite interesting. So yeah, that is going to wrap us up for Stabby Snippets today. We hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And we will see you on Monday for our next regular episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.